Chapter 20 Now Them Resolute Him The journey to the restaurant was very quick to my surprise. I had expected a lot of traffic since it was a Friday evening, but it seemed the weekend had started a little while before. As we passed the narrow streets, the markets, having closed a short while before my arrival, had left a vigorously vibrant atmosphere behind. Men and women and some children walked up cobbled streets laughing, some singing in discord and generally looking very jovial. The taxi had stopped a few blocks back at my instruction so that I could buy a shirt and a jacket. The rest I would purchase from the hotel boutique. I checked the time. I had half an hour and I knew the restaurant was a few minutes away. I could already smell the salt from the ocean. Its tanginess travelling deep in my nostrils reminded me of my mother's apple cider vinegar drinks. As a boy, she would prepare them every morning and make me sip a little, claiming it was the best cleanser in the world. An idea suddenly dawned on me. Driver, could you take me to the Vinci Malaga instead, please? I would surprise Ikuba there, I decided. It was part of my plan for later, but I just couldn't wait any longer. I tapped my left breast pocket to remind myself of the package I'd just placed there. I relaxed in my seat and smiled. I was surprised I hadn't lost it in all the chaos. I looked out again and this time the palm trees along the street waved and danced a welcome hula dance. I relaxed again as the driver chauffeured me to the hotel. Her. I'd asked for a taxi to pick me up in a few minutes as the restaurant was a few blocks away. I hadn't been to Malaga before and didn't fancy walking along the cobbled streets in my high heels. They were hard enough to walk in. I was dressed and my hair was brushed out just the way I knew Caleb liked it. I'd managed to put some curls in it to give it a little bounce, not that it needed it. My hair had always been thick and fine. When some of my friends laboured to keep theirs from splitting or spending copious amounts of money either braiding or weaving, I'd simply managed mine in a bun. Caleb had always pressed for me to leave it out more as it made me stand out, stating it was one of my best assets. I dabbed on a little more Midnight Rouge lipstick by Yves Saint Laurent, which I'd also purchased from Boots. I liked it, along with the rest of my makeup. I dashed to the bathroom and squirted a few drops of perfume on my wrist and took a little whiff, as I always did. For some strange reason, I was nervous. God knows this day had been a long time coming, and with all the anticipation, I'd have dusted it off, but I was genuinely nervous. I rubbed my palms on my dress, then checked I hadn't made it dirty. I went to my purse and took out a couple of tickets I'd bought earlier that week. A month ago, my boss had casually mentioned that he and his girlfriend would be going to Rio for the round of the Grand Prix. Your husband's a fan, isn't he? Javier had asked and inadvertently sewed the idea in my head. It had been quick on Ticketmaster. Expensive, but definitely worth every penny because I knew that KK would be beside himself with excitement. I smiled, tucked it back in my purse and grabbed my jacket. The taxi would be ready for me, I was sure. I opened the door, expecting an empty corridor. My heart skipped a beat. Him. I walked up to the door, the beginning flutters of nerves creeping in as I set my carrier bag on the floor. 
The door opened, and there she stood looking mystified. She was a sight, sweet, innocent, and breathtakingly beautiful, and before she could say anything, I rushed forward, not wasting another second, and swooped her up. I kissed her at the same time. We hugged and touched each other's faces as if we were only seeing each other for the first time in months. I gazed into her eyes as she attempted to talk. What are you doing here? We were supposed to meet at the restaurant, she finally uttered and pulled me closer. Oh, I've missed you, Caleb. I know it sounds silly, but I didn't think you'd make it. First I thought you wouldn't come, and then when I didn't hear from you, I thought you changed your mind, she muttered emotionally. I grabbed her hand and took her back into the room. I held her close to me and instantly felt emotional too. I couldn't believe that I'd almost allowed our marriage to end. I was the luckiest man alive and I had to show my wife just how much I loved her. Honey, I've got something for you. I told her and handed her the bag. Don't say anything, just hurry. The phone started to ring on cue as I sat on the edge of the bed. My mobile started too. Her. I'd played out the evening so many times in my head. How Caleb and I would greet each other, what I would say and what I was sure his response would be. But I certainly had not expected him on my doorstep. This was an excellent surprise and I, I couldn't wait for us to come back from dinner. We had so much catching up to do. Caleb handed me a bag which contained two large boxes. The phone rang and I carefully placed them down and went to answer the call. Hello Mrs McKeady, this is Matthias, the manager. May I have a word with Mr McKeady please? Caleb was just finishing on his mobile. I thought I'd heard him say Kwame but gestured for him to take the call anyway. I went back to the boxes and pursued them with excitement. The first box contained a tuxedo. I looked up at him. He was just finishing with Matthias. I opened the second box and gasped. I took out the most gorgeous dress I'd ever seen. It was cream with a lace lapel and sleeves. Caleb, now behind me, spoke softly in my ear. Baby. Words cannot express how deeply sorry I am for everything you've been through. I love you so much, and if you'll have me again, please let's renew our vows tonight. We have a few weeks until our anniversary, but after everything that we've been through, I don't want to waste a moment longer. You're my wife and I'm your husband, and nothing will ever separate us again. So what do you say? Kwame and the boys, along with the girls, are here. They've come to support us. He took a breath and so did I. I was speechless. My eyes started to water and I choked up. First he turns up here and now we're renewing our vows in front of our dearest friends. I responded. Yes, Caleb, yes. I was ecstatic. I was still confused nonetheless. But I quickly took off my high street dress and slipped into my better version. I would do this all over again. 
Caleb then placed around my neck the most beautiful necklace I'd ever seen. It had a beautiful heart for a pendant, and in the middle sat an emerald. He'd remembered. I looked up, and he too had changed into his tux. He looked like a prince, and I felt like a princess. His princess. I loved him so much, and told him as much. It was just after eight, but our evening seemed just to be starting. We held each other's hands and made our way down to the lobby. We were met with cheer and laughter as Ife and Lauren ran towards me. Nina followed. We hugged and kissed each other and shed a few more tears of joy. A few months ago, I'd been in the darkest place anyone could find themselves. And today, I was renewing my vows with the love of my life and my beautiful friends. I couldn't ask for more than this. I was definitely grateful to the man above. Him. I could see just how happy Akuba was, and it made me happy. She looked so beautiful, so peaceful. A few days ago, I'd finally mustered the courage to tell Kwame what had happened and what we'd been going through. He'd reminded me of just how much Akuba meant to me. When I told him I was planning to come to Spain, he suggested we renew our vows here. It made sense, and looking at how far we'd come, it was definitely worth it. The road had been a long and arduous one, and I finally understood that this was not for the faint-hearted. We were finally over the bumps, and I for one would definitely be looking forward to the smooth journey ahead. Ikuba and I had at last recovered what we'd lost our place in love. We were finally there.